Action Park Media. Hey, everybody. Quick note, Kevin Connolly here. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, at Action Park Media. We're now showing videos of our podcast, so subscribe. Welcome to Victory, the podcast. I am Doug. I'm Kevin I'm Kevin Connolly, but you know, Doug, the last couple episodes, I know you've been distracted for obvious reasons, but I thought we dropped the name thing. The name thing? The last couple episodes, you rolled right into, all right, welcome, Victory the Podcast. Like accidentally. You forgot. You accidentally you forgot. forgot to yeah, do Yeah, no, I, I didn't mean to do that. Connolly's been trying to drop the name thing, which is so weird. You don't like your name or what? It's not that. I think um, I think you got to do it, Kev, for the for the new listeners. I think we're past it. I wonder about new listeners. Kevin doesn't think we, he doesn't want new listeners. He doesn't no, want to make true. it bigger. He's <laughs> like, we're, we're steady. No, you don't want to be steady. No, that's not saying. We we got him. We, after today, next week, we could say this. We're going to have Charlie Sheen on yeah, next Charlie week. Charlie Sheen's going to be on. Yeah, I, I thought he was here. Yeah, <laughs> I was he was supposed he was to be. Gonna... I don't know. There was some type of miscommunication. Right. There was a type That's of miscommunication right. we'll that I will, I will we say. Have, we have done more bad things to Charlie Sheen. That I mean, he was planning on being here at 11 a.m. At least we caught him before he left his yeah. house. And at least God. we didn't get his car towed. That at least we didn't get his car towed. <laughs> we did put him in a trailer that stunk it like urine. But... We, we got Charlie <laughs> coming on next week, and then we are going to get back. We're going to knock out a couple of uh, old school entourage episodes. Shore, I think, is going to come on to the You Got Got episode. That would be funny. Really? That'd be yeah. funny, right? Yeah. What do you think? Hey, I told you I got uh, Scotty Pippen if you guys want to work that out. I mean, he'd be a great guy to have on <laughs> He's here. He's been in say. the news a lot lately. Did anyone follow up, Kevin? Well, do, do you want me to I call gave the, you all the info. But you gave me the, so I called the agent and booked Yes, and okay. he's got a lot of connections. All so right. we don't really have I a really Dylan. good guy. We don't really have an official booker here, so well, things I mean, happen. That's because, that's because we, no, we don't have a, I'm the fucking booker. Bro. I know, but you didn't, you didn't do no, it. So uh, Dylan says, it. it's, like, uh, it's like what happened with Julius Randle. It took, yeah. Dylan says he's in, and then seven months later, we're like, they don't call him. I know, I'm always, I'm still waiting for you guys to call Dale Dye. I promised Dale Dye he was going to be on the show. I don't like you guys. I'm just an employee here. But what no, I will I was going say like, is now those guys, they are, oh, these those guys, guys, all those yes. guys in the, the booth, the Kevin Kerrigan, the, the ones, Scotty Wilson, the ones we guys. now call the meatheads. So yeah. they are the, <laughs> we are the new meatheads. By the way, why wasn't Dale die in the platoon reunion? Uh, well, you know what? He kind of dominated it. You know, because he's the he's the captain. We all looked up to him. A lot of big personalities in that team. Yeah. All right. Well, we're not going to talk too much about the content of the show, but we will talk about. There's a platoon reunion. Everybody knows. Yeah. In in a in a few moments. John McKinley steals every moment. Of. I mean, that guy is a, <laughs> talk about a scene stealer. McGinley's unbelievable. You and McGinley going toe to toe in a scene trying to steal it from each other is something to watch. <laughs> I had no chance. So I want to get into this in a minute, but first I want to go into other things. But by the way, Connolly has now seen the show, but Kevin Dillon hasn't. But we'll get into that in a minute. I want to talk about it. I just got back from New York. My dad, Marvin, Marvin, the accountant from the show, I based it on turned 90. That's 90. awesome. That's March 14th, 1932. Jesus. So That's we, amazing. We had a party for my dad, which you guys didn't come to. How does he feel about yeah, I, didn't, I didn't get the invite, you know, it hurt my feelings. <laughs> How does he feel about when it? You talk about 1932 when you think about it. I mean, that's like right after the He's kind of hip to technology, right? I've he seen he likes it. it. I mean, my dad's on the phone all he the time. Is, he's so sharp. And as you know, my dad, since my mother passed away, uh, he likes young things and young technology. So, um, <laughs> what do you mean he likes young What do you mean young things? I mean, I don't mean like young, illegal, but you know, he likes, little young, he likes young women. Young, and, young and, energy. Uh, yeah. Young energy. Yeah, right? but I mean, more, more young women energy than men. 
women, right. but you know, yeah. Well, fair enough. I mean, which know. I don't know now in 2022. Now that's not okay. But the fact of the matter is, is you he know, likes to hang around with men guys. like young women. So, and not that he's, you know, he's 90 years old. This isn't a, a sexual conversation. Mm-hmm. It does make him feel young. And, uh, and you know, they like him by the way, my father, like, they, yes. my father has a lot of like young women that just yep. go to dinner with Leslie him. judge. Yep. She was like, she loved hanging out with Marv. Leslie was at the party. Leslie was at the oh, party. I didn't, she, I didn't, she get, the, I didn't get the invite. Marv has a bunch of friends. He really yeah, does. He does. Does he that has... make it easier for you um, being as far away from him as possible? Of course. Knowing that he's got a lot of people around him? Yeah, yeah. And then the party, I mean, you know, listen, at when you hit 90, it's hard to find a big party. He had 75, 80 <laughs> people. My at God. Right. Like, at 90, how many friends are left, right? But, yeah, the, but the saddest thing is, which, you know, we, we were talking about this before we got on the air, his best friend, my uncle. And I'm not talking like friendships that we hope we have. We're going on like 15 or 20 years now. My father met my uncle, not my real uncle, but we called him my uncle, Alan Newman, in 1934. They have been best friends ever since. They were in business together. They moved to the same town. They had kids at the same time. Their their kids, they were cousins with us. And um, he was such a great guy. And he 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 passed away on my father's 90th birthday. Uh, and um, there's you know, something universally uh, right about it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, well, it's kind I of know what you say. I know what you're saying. It's kind of magical. And, you know, we were talking about this before we got on faith and, and whether you feel comfortable with it. And look, I know for my father, you know, when you're 90 and your friends are, are passing away, obviously you think yeah. about your own mortality. I think about mine and I'm only 53, but um, you know, I don't know what, really goes through people's heads and you guys were saying Connolly's very religious and believes like yeah. we're, we're all going to be fine and I uh, just, my, I, my I, parents were devout Catholics I, and, and my mom still is and it may, gives her comfort she's yeah. not uh, I just remember Dennis Miller's stand up comedy when we talk about devout Catholics he's like yeah I was on a plane with a bunch of devout Catholics the plane's going down and they're going to a better place you know so I I, I don't know I'm <laughs> Listen, not a big line, believer but I hope you're right the lights just don't go out bro yeah. let's, put, let's put it that way this well, might be a little yeah. more well, what happens? a little more accomplished you wake yeah, up in I Ukraine and they're bombing say, you. Let's Congo just say or... that uh, an ant is never going to understand a volcano. Does but, that make sense? <laughs> uh, no. Think we, about it. Oh, okay. It's you're just saying so like, complicated that it's nothing that uh, the human brain can comprehend. Well, even if you're way. like really into science, which I am, you still can't explain the Big Bang without Where it some kind of a spiritual thing. Yeah. Somebody caused it all the Big came Bang from nothing. Somebody just, started the Big Bang. Someone did it. Someone. Well, I wish you started the Big Bang. I wish he made a bunch of money. Fix up. I wish he. I wish whoever started the Big Bang would fix up a lot of shit that's going on because I don't know. It's a we're little, not. We don't want to. Well, talk about yeah, it. we don't want to get depressing. But the party was amazing. My father was great. And again, I just want to say, Al Newman, my uncle, uh, just he was like a second father growing up. He's and, in. He's in another place, bro. I'm not saying he's watching you because God only knows that'd be terrible, especially late at night when you're yeah, well, stoned. God knows what you get up to at night. <laughs> but yeah, like I said, the lights don't go out, so it's all right, bro. I hope you're right. So, um, all right. Anyway, so geez. we. Jesus Christ. All right, so uh, you guys, uh, I don't know. love of God. Uh, well, I guess Whoa, more sorry, depressing. I apologize. Hey. I apologize. Yeah, I took the Lord's, Lord's name, name in but, vain. But so since you guys are talking long-term friendships, and I like to hope that you uh, you guys will be around when we're 80, 90, I hope so. But uh, apparently Jerry Ferrara is in town, and I'm the only one who doesn't know. So what, what's up yeah. with that? Yeah, we're going to well, we're, we're we're gonna gonna play golf. We play golf. We, you, know? you muttering, stuttering pricks. Yeah, I, mean, I don't want to be invited to your golf well, fucking you, game. You I won't come. slow the game down. Well, I think we should set up a meal. can tell you about my swing. I haven't even heard from the guy. I don't. I don't. I didn't I mean, know if we want to play pickleball. Well, like he wanted the to golf, guy. so he, you know, he texted me By the about way, golf. And do you Kevin. hear how you two are defending? I'm not even attacking him. I'm just saying I didn't know he was in town. That's right. it. You're he doesn't owe me anything. 
have a very, I mean, you, you look at you. You look like you fucking. I'm you know. a little sad. I would like to think that Jerry comes to town and says, hey, you know who I want to call? Doug. I, I, even if I'm after Kevin and Kevin, like he's well, so of close with you guys. But, of course. You know. Well, I mean, he's only human. Right. <laughs> exactly. I also had my good friend Scott Lerner ran into Adrian uh, at, at, at something the other day uh. and said, uh, why aren't you in the new show? And he said, uh, I'm just waiting for an offer. So I, I. He didn't say that. That's what he. Apparently, Scott Lerner says that's what he said. Is so. it possible that Scott Lerner's full of shit? Or no, I don't think so. I, I'm now either Adrian was joking or not, but uh, right. sure I think is. I've made enough overtures to everybody. We'd love you all involved with What's this. What's an new overture show. exactly? It's like uh, an invitation, you know, like so. a broad invitation. Yeah, right? like in the beginning of an old movie, it would be the overture, I right? Mean, like, please uh, take your seats. Yeah, come one, come I, I, all. I, I, I mean, it would go be great. I, I would be great to have everyone do little bits and pieces. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Yeah. So by the way, Dylan got a little nervous. You see that? Like bits and pieces. They're not taking your role. But forget who's top of the call sheet there. (laughs) Wait a second. Are you top of the call sheet again, Kev? (laughs) Unfortunately, I am. This is an outrage. By the way, it's only because it's alphabetical. That's the only reason. Yeah, I guess. guess. Theoretically. I just want to say this. I... You know me. I do know you. I'm an erotic guy. Yes, you are. I have a negative energy <laughs> Super a negative. lot of times. <laughs> Most of the time. Now, I don't know. If, if we had 10 episodes that were as good as this one episode, we're, it's, it's a home run. And I'm not saying that because of me, because there are 100 people whose hands are on this thing right. that made this thing great. You guys are fucking unbelievable. And what I will say, because I was actually talking to uh, our, our friend here, Fox, producer Foxman's got his friends from Wisconsin here, are fans of Entourage. And we were talking- They were hoping we recovered an episode of Entourage, but we're No, we're, they don't care. They well. actually wanted Paulie Shore here for the You Got Got episode, and we're going to get him next week, I hope. Nice. So, But we were talking about this because Dylan, everyone loves you. We know that. E, who was really the closest to me on this show, guys just didn't fucking love They do him. now, though. I, they've grown, I've grown, I, I've uh, matured. A little bit. Yeah. And, yeah, and no, the world I, is matured. Well, that's what I'm saying. I, I think um, the character of Eric Murphy has uh, has grown. It's evolved. Has but evolved I think well. that right. the character of Kevin Connolly on this new show is better than E. I think he's a better character than E. Thanks, bro. <laughs> Thanks, bro. I, I have a very serious question for you, Doug. Uh-oh. Do you mind me getting a little Joe Rogan on you? Uh, is this a COVID question? No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Touche, Doug. Touche. Pretty funny. Um, <laughs> Thanks. You've worked, I mean, I, you know, what I've seen you do over the last couple months, like, yeah. you've really fucking put the pedal to the metal and really yeah. You've hung your ass out a long way on this one. Yeah. And you seem incredibly confident, right? Yeah. Which is good. I mean, do you worry about anything? Um, well, this confidence. Do you understand my question? I do. There's confidence. Because you're out there, bro. But there's confidence in the work, and then there's confidence that the world will embrace you and right. will sell right. it. Right. It'll go into the hand of the movie gods, so to speak, yeah. but you're, you're 100% yeah. confident. But aren't in the work. we all out there? You know, I well, mean, you're talking about like I'm on the limb that people are waiting for the show. Like, what are they going to no, do? No, 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 like, not, no. I'm saying not like I'm not talking about the weird culture. I'm talking about you know you're you're out there, right? Saying I got a show. You're you're yeah. out there creatively. You're you know we're, we've 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 built it up, and I believe uh, rightfully so. I mean, yeah. I believe it. You know, I know now. I've seen it. It backs yeah. up the backs yeah, up the hype. But I do guess, you have? I guess you at, know what I'm saying. Yeah, I do. But at, at 53 right now, I mean, my thing is I want to work because I really enjoyed it. I, I money is not my 
my my goal in life. So <laughs> must be nice. It is mine. <laughs> <laughs> but my point is, is that I really loved this process and oh, working awesome. with you guys and great. Charlie and everybody else. So I really wanted to go because I want to keep enjoying myself and I don't want to go, even though my pickleball game um, is just actually, can I tell you, my pickleball game is lagging. These motherfuckers, this fucking Matt and Julio, all these guys I play with that I used to think I was as good at. They now they're are they just getting better? They're just getting, they're getting better, better and while you're better. A, and I'm an aging screenwriter. I'm aging. And they're getting better. Yeah, that's a reference. Marty Fish, one a famous tennis player, called me an aging screenwriter, which I guess I am. You told it's not even nasty. You told a professional tennis player to get to the fucking net. Yeah. Right? By the so way, a, good, a goddamn good professional yeah. tennis player. Yeah. But anyway, you so know, I feel that when your career is going well, like for me, my golf game will kind of get gets a little worse. Yeah. Because you're, you're, you're doing so well, you right. you're working a lot. So pickleball guys, Wes and Matt and Julio. As soon as my career ends again, I'm going to be kicking your ass. I might be 70. We'll but see anyway. you soon. <laughs> so, but anyway, I, I I love this, not just the content of this show. I love this group so much that I would like it to continue. But if you're asking me, do I have any fears of how good this pilot is? Now, you know my fears as a writer. I right. go, oh, God. What's episode two? I, I'm having nightmares about that already. <laughs> but that would be um, a good problem to have, obviously. Yeah. Cadillac well, problems. Yeah. But I think that the show is amazing. I think that top to bottom, this this cast is it's mind-boggling. I'm being serious. Like mm. you three, Charlie's incredible. He's back as good as he's ever been in anything, in my opinion. Um, and the same for you. And and just I think Dylan threw a perfect game. Yeah, you know what? He was saying, like, on day three, Dylan's like... Uh, I had Dylan six innings in... Dylan, Dylan is six innings into a perfect game right now. Yeah, and Dylan yeah, just that, had... That could curse a, a perfect game, by the way. Nah, well, that's why Many no, no hitters have been cursed that by way. By the way, That's he, why I didn't say anything to you. He almost cursed you did say something to me. And I, I want to talk about one thing without giving away any of the details. I know what you're going to say. Dylan, I know you like a fucking Because Dylan was... You were in such a great mood. You were so... Good. This one scene. You thought the perfect game was in jeopardy? Oh my God. (laughs) Like there was fucking a three, two count, like on five guys in a row. The scene at the pool, we yeah. don't have to talk about it. Were you frustrated by the writing? Were you tired? What? Tell me what, what it was going on there. And, and I yeah. thought it should have been different from the get-go, and I'm not saying it didn't work. I haven't seen it yet. It works. It, it felt good, and, it, and I, I feel like we added some dialogue, which yep. made it better. I, I had a always, couple jokes. I threw a couple jokes. I, I don't know if you remember me saying, this should be me in like a bar nightclub, yep. hanging with the boys, doing yep. shots, and I step out to talk, because yep. I wanted to make it, you know, live. I'm still, even though I'm talking about something that could be. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, I I might like to say a little depressing or whatever, but I'll tell you when I watch it now, I think all of your comments and all of your thoughts, both of you guys, it really does. It helps so much because I think we figured it out that night. Yeah. How to make absolutely certain we didn't bring it down the way you wanted to, you know, I mean, the way you thought it might, but yeah, no, because you added the the funny lines that were added on kind of just really made it. I, I fit. Feel play, yeah. and that's how you know Dylan. Way. That's how you know Dylan likes jokes. Yeah, that he accepts them. Yeah, right. So if he's willing to add three lines yeah, to yeah. the dialogue, you're like, yo, Two you know, lines. you know, Dylan thinks Two it's lines. funny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. a little, no, I liked but it. it was a little worse. Just so you know why, why we're counting wordy. lines is because Connolly's very happy that he wrote a couple of lines. <laughs> <laughs> you're not getting a screenwriting I, I, I credit. A screenwriting so. credit. Yeah. I don't think I deserve a screenwriting credit. I was simply uh, <laughs> using my knowledge of the podcast world, but yeah. I'm thinking like it was great. The minute Dylan was like, okay, 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 and he kind of waved it off, but I'm like, all right, Dylan thinks it's funny, or else he would have just shot it down yeah. and said, I'm not saying. But I think it's so I waved it off, and then I tried to say it. I said, right? Yeah, no, you got. 
got it. But yeah. what I'm saying, like, I my point is that I knew that you thought, okay, this is annoying because I don't. It's new. But I didn't prepare this. I but. didn't prepare this, but it is funny. So I'll it's say it's funny. Why I love working with you guys and every, by the way, Charlie to Kamiko Glenn to Harvey Gian and Jamie love Lynn the cast. You love everybody. and Sarah and Zulai. Yeah. 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 You love everybody. Come keep talking I want to make sure. Yeah, keep talking. I mean, I do. I love them. Love everybody. It's a great cast. Love them all. But my point is, is that when you great guys come in and really <laughs> think about the script and really talk about it, it helps. And, in, and I don't, you know, we've talked about this before. Most showrunners, it doesn't happen. It's like, no. here's your pages and fucking do it. Learn them. And yeah, that's. Dude, I had yeah. a great thing. Doug was on an airplane, so I got to make editing notes, which mm. is like a dream come true. Yeah. <laughs> but I think it's funny that you're uh, you're one of my best friends. I know you 20 years, and like you're you're like nervous. I'm like, not call the editor nervous, and tell him what but you want to do. Necessarily traditional for an actor to give notes on a scenes that he's not in. <laughs> I've never had that. Right. I've never been able to get editing notes. Right. It's not traditional for a writer to put up his own money and find one of his <laughs> no, best friends none to of put up is. their money. So I've never seen I've never done a pilot where yeah. you have We're a, breaking the mold and I think, you know, everybody I got so many letters from people in the cast that were like, This was the best experience emails? I had. Like not handwritten. No, letters. not right. like on well, a quill, not with know. like <laughs> a fucking, you know, <laughs> I mean, oh, there you go. <laughs> little feather with a little ink thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean I, I must have called you uh, five times with little oh Doug, can we change this to that? Yeah. And, and it was perfect. It was yeah. Perfect. But but and your notes so cool about it. Your though. notes in swing in the swinger scene though, which all I want to say to you is I want you to going forward, because I believe we're gonna go forward, I want you to just not approach it that you're worried that I'm going to shoot it down that we all feel like I want to hear what you have to say because I, yeah. I think you guys you have really good thoughts and insights on obviously these characters are some version of you and they're not exactly you you know mm-hmm. I think I actually think we're we're E is not as but cool you, you as you can even say it with disdain you're like <laughs> we're E <laughs> the fucking drip that I wrote for 10 years but how E is not as cool me. as Kevin Connolly well he never was Kevin Connolly I've been saying that for years <laughs> this Kevin Connolly who owns Action Park Media is not as cool as the Kevin Connolly who owns Are Action Park Media on the show fucking mind <laughs> right I, oh, fair enough split he the difference he wrote you cooler than you split are split the difference yeah. I, and, I, and people by the way the thing they always said about E um, was how does he get these women they're to say the same thing about Zulai, who's his real <laughs> girlfriend. And like, that's my he, real baby. I'm obviously. telling you, that's it the looks first like thing. my baby. I showed some friends who knew nothing about it in New York, and they're like, "Here we go again." Yeah, they're Here like, "Here we go again." Connolly like, out kicking his coverage. <laughs> they're like, "They're like, uh, did you really have to cast this hot woman for Connolly's girlfriend?" I'm like, "That's his fucking his wife, his baby mama." You know? <laughs> We're life partners, bro. <laughs> Doug, listen, you're 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 skirting the question. You see how? Tell I, me. See What's how the question? That? Tell me. I I, I guess. He's on I his guess, phone. No, I'm He's not. distracted. I'm not, I'm not what are you distracted. doing? Business? Yeah, what are you? Other things going on. Bro. You're <laughs> He's not working on the wet jeans the, you, podcast. You ain't right Kelly now? Stafford, bro. <laughs> you ain't Kelly Stafford. Um, <laughs> is she bigger than us right now? She is, yeah. She no, is. she's not. Yeah. No, she's not. Yeah, she is. Are you out of your fucking mind? Uh, why would I make that up? Okay, this is ridiculous. Wow. I may quit. I no, may that's what I'm saying. Why well, I think we got to, but whatever. We'll talk about it. Oh, we got it. Like maybe we got to promote. First rule of podcast promote. Yeah. I don't want to say you're you're certain because I think I know where you're going, but I'd like to hear a clear. I want to know how you feel about, you know, you're really good at like generating this kind of like buzz. Like every single person that I see around knows about it, right? Yeah. And I and I again, yeah, you know, whatever. Say what you want. You know, there's two different ways to do it. Like for me, I don't know. I might have been like, all right, let's just. I might have started talking now. I guess. You like know now what? that I've seen a cut. I guess my question is, what are your fears moving forward? 
My fears are, are um, you know, I think what I said to you guys is everyone in this cast is so good. I have no contracts. Oh, you've definitely mentioned that a few times. No, but I have no contracts with anybody. And I think everybody, when people see this, they're going to, like, people are going to go, why is Kevin Dillon not starring on a major fucking show or movie all the time? And I know you're working, but I mean, why is Kevin Connolly running a, a podcast studio and not starring on a show? Charlie Sheen, when people, this is not anger management. I'm not making fun of that. This is not whatever the show he did after that. This is a whole different thing. So my fears are that, you know, somebody could disappear and uh, have to do something else. Or, you know... Well, uh, I'm not talking about... I'm just talking about what are your creative fears? I don't really have any creative fears. The writing process for me is always always torturous. This pilot was actually far easier than anything I've written because it is so much of my life because I have lived this the last couple of years. But, you know, you're always going forward now. I've got this pretty big cast for 30 minutes. How do I service everybody? How do I not get Dylan wanting to kill me if he doesn't have <laughs> enough? So I wake up with shit like that that's irrelevant to now. But as you say, as far as marketing... I'm talking about the perception. But as far like as the marketing perception... Like selling it and doing all these kinds you know, of things. I don't give a shit. I mean, I, I'm serious. Like, if you if you're asking me, like, would I'm, I be embarrassed if I got a big egg on my I'm, face because I'm, I'm, I'm out not, there? I'm not asking you like in, a, in, a, in a, like an aggressive. No, way. no, I'm I know. You as your friend, do you feel? Pressure? I don't have no. I don't because I feel like um, number one, we've talked about this on this show. I know how good Entourage was, and the three years or four years of this weird culture shift where a bunch of loudmouths started turning the the narrative on it. I know number one. That's not true. Number two, this is Entourage was a special time for all of us, and we love it. This it has this has potential to be bigger and better because it's it feels more accessible to a lot more people than Entourage did. And that's nothing against Entourage, but at the end of the day, Entourage was about four young guys in their twenties who, you know, it was more wish fulfillment, yeah, sort and, of aspirational. And this is a little more grounded and real, yeah. And and why you know, it's also not really fair to yourself to to put it in the same bucket as Entourage because it really is, yeah. But it's also I, I've I've grown you know as a writer and as a um, whatever else. It is, and and as I said, Sideways was one of my inspirations for this show, and one of my favorite movies. And I feel like we we nailed that tone. You know, sometimes you watch your show after you shoot it, and you go, "Damn, I I really thought that was going to be different." Everything in this show is better than it was on the page to me. Everything. Wait, wait, and, wait. Doug, yeah. just real quick, Sideways did that come before Entourage? No, or after? after. Because I swear to God, that yeah. guy stole a little Johnny drama. <laughs> thing. Uh, he was great. Don't get me wrong. The first but... time I saw it, I said, "Okay, that's Johnny drama." But there yeah, was I felt that too. there was a book though that came first and Alexander I never Alexander Payne and Tarantino stealing from Johnny Yeah, Trump. but but again, those are two of the best and and either way, the like when you see actors playing actors on the screen Johnny Drama, Thomas Hayden Church in that movie. Those are he was great. Leo in uh, Once Upon a Time. Those are some of the best performances of people in Hollywood. But I, I feel really uh, more than anything about this. I feel really good that it's a an amazing group of people that are all committed to the same thing. Whereas on Entourage, we had a lot of bullshit. You so know? you have no creative fears. It's just fears of like Jesus Christ. What if Dylan does all of a sudden the new James yeah. Bond or whatever? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, I'd, I'd be or a more good like bond, a new by the way. Ninja Turtle or something, you know? <laughs> I just signed seven years as the new Ninja Turtle. Right, so your your fears really lie in the logistics of keeping everybody together and making sure everybody gets paid and taken care of and doing Yeah, and also that, I mean, because we're into this thing without any plan. So mm -hmm. you, the truth is, I trust you guys implicitly, but you guys could fuck me. You guys could say, I'm not working for X amount of dollars. I'm not working for this. And the truth is, I have no control over that right now because right. we have to find a, a network and a home for this that wants to distribute 
read it. Yeah. But I feel really good about the work, and I don't think anyone's going to see this is going to be disappointed. So I just want to I want to get rolling. And my yeah. you know my other fear is we're getting older, man. It's like you know like I have friends who've now died, which is like weird of like natural causes, not like they got in a car accident. So you know it's time to work and it's time to really make the last chapter of our you, our I'm careers work. That'd be so dramatic. You still got some gas. In the, you got some gas in the tank, bro. You're, you haven't you haven't turned the corner yet. Bro. Trust me, you're you're good to go. But I, mean, I, I hear what you're saying. I do. Feel I got a couple years on you, Doug. So stop freaking me out, man. You're, well, you're just saying like you want to get back into that like high. That high drive. I just want to get like, back in. I loved shooting so much. Like this is the first time. I mean, I I remember where shooting did not feel stressful. I couldn't wait to get to the set the next day. You were a dream, dude. It's yeah, <laughs> you were fun. You were you were, you were different than you, you were, were on, on Atra. Way, way different. There was way no one standing chill. over me. There but was is it, no one is, it is it maturity or or more of an appreciation for it? Like what was different about? I it this think time the around? thing that you guys know about me. I'm a control freak, but at the same time, I'm very um, uh, you collaborative. Were, you were yes. you were not a control freak. So, but when someone not is not on up, this show, when no. someone is above me yeah. telling me what to do, though, as opposed to discussing it, that's when it's you know it's not enjoyable for me. Yeah. So, you know, Kevin, you touched on something earlier, which I, I was thinking it's so true, and it's always a weird adjustment period. Now, granted, whatever we shot seven or eight days or whatever it was, you I go into such a black hole that when I come out on the other end, yeah, I there's no there's no golf round. <laughs> <laughs> There's no yeah. golf rounds. You're behind on everything. You just you just fall into a black hole when you're shooting yeah. for eight yeah. days. Like everything just gets punted to to after right. To I was after. basically living out of a '69 Camaro convertible, <laughs> right. going from hotel to hotel, hotel to hotel, from location to location. It was really cool, actually. Yeah. It was like li living like a wild man, you know? right? You're like a nomad, a nomad. Yeah, because <laughs> it's almost impossible for me to not sound like I'm being sarcastic, but because of your like Instagram shenanigans, yeah. people are like, oh. They're shooting, right? Yeah. So it wasn't yeah. like, yo, I mean, you know, even like my, everybody knew yeah. that yeah. like, I, you know, you know, Kevin's not responding today. <laughs> right. Uh, it's because they're shooting. And then that ends. And then you're like, oh my God, then the emails are backed up and you got to call this. It just, yeah. we were in eight days. Well, and I just felt it's like weird, I was, it's just like being how in How many a days was it? It was more than eight. It was, it? it was eight days with the pickup day. Yeah, the with pick the pickup day. But it's okay. weird because, I mean, for the last five years, I've essentially been retired. The podcast, to me, is is not work. This is like right. we show up, we talk to it each other. It is for me, yeah. yeah I'll well, be editing this <laughs> two hours after you're yeah. fucking stoned on the couch with gummies. I will not be stoned on the couch with gummies. I'm actually working on the, uh, I'm working on the on going the forward story arc. document. Th so. This is what I'm talking about, bro. Yeah. This is what I'm talking about. Yeah. I mean, I love it. You're moving forward so as wait, if. You're saying you're writing episode two. So. I'm not writing episode two, but I'm coming up with what the season arc is, which I, I never you. did on Entourage, which is also a terrible thing. Like I was sitting there with Entourage writing episode two, having no idea what episode three, four, five, six, seven, eight was. So now I'm trying to actually have like a plan well, that you makes know, my life Kev, a little easier. Somebody's going to look at this, and if they're interested in buying it, they're going to say, "Well, where are you going from here? Where, you know, where where you go from here? Like, what's the end of season one? Like, yeah. how? What's the the hang the cliffhanger of season one? What's? Yeah. But I think know, the good what, news, which that, by the way, I have, I, I'm I'm curious myself. I think you, you know? have a, you have a, a good feeling though that when you see this, you feel the show. You know what the show is, obviously. Mm -hmm. There's a million ways to go with it, but what Connolly always did to me on Entourage, and I know that's coming now, is like, oh, there's a lot of pressure now. What's we, the next we need episode? A big finale. What's that, yeah, what's that going to be? The finale. So, he always pressured you on the finale. Uh, it's torture. Yeah, you know what just, he did? Did we talk about this already? Just a locker room. Did we talk about the the cinematography conversation yet? Did that happen? The, yeah. uh, so Connolly, in the middle of the shoot, we got producer Ted, who's oh, got yeah. Ted Foxman's got a shitload we of money in this we thing. We talked about it. We did. We talked, yeah, we talked about it. Did we? Yeah. I said it was dark. It looked like a horror movie. I was joking. 
around. Oh, yeah, yeah. How does it look now, Kev? It looks amazing. Dave Perkle did and, an incredible and job. And I will say this, and I, you know, come on, man. You know me, Kev. I, I, don't, I don't watch myself no. at all. I never would. I, I, just, I just recently started watching episodes of Entourage when we started doing the podcast. Wow. Wow. But I will say that I do, I do, I do uh, <laughs> look pretty I handsome. I like myself. I like myself. Can I, <laughs> am I allowed to talk to see? Even though you like to pick on me, I don't pick on you. But Con- oh, no, you don't pick on Con- me. Connelly called me up after a couple of cocktails late at night. <laughs> and he goes, Drunk uh, dialed you. I just watched it. He goes, uh, This is the first time I've ever seen myself look like a man. And, and I'm, I, and <laughs> I'm, I'm serious. serious. I he love does. Myself. The truth is, is look, you guys know this. It's never going to happen. I'm 48. I get it. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, Collins, time I look like a man. Hopefully, it's Collins, probably the crow's feet. <laughs> <laughs> but hopefully, Conley's right that the lights don't go up. But this show started two years ago because I said, I'm going to star in a show. I'm going to act it. And the truth is, there's a it's little. better that it was me. Of course it is. But there's a little <laughs> Kevin Connolly in me. You're the Irish version. And you do. You look great. And honestly, all of you people who ever questioned Kevin Connolly's acting, you're oh. so good. The Hollywood Farm Press never questioned. <laughs> What'd you give them, by the way, to win, get that? Bought them Rolexes, <laughs> Rollies for everyone. The but, Hollywood Farm Press would disagree, as well as the Academy. I just, I'm so, I'm, I'm really of like, television, I said, science, I'm, go, I'm going arts. to the editing room tonight. This is probably it for at least until if we, look if we sell when do it, I get to see it? You can see it Monday. You Kev, can see it tomorrow, you know really, what? if you Kev, want. Kev, honestly, at this point, you should just wait till Monday. Yeah, know? okay. Right, well, because, I don't know. For those, well, we're going out to lunch tomorrow, so I don't know. For people for people listening, you know, the um, important part of the process is a sound mix. And it is uh, to filmmakers or people listening, the sound mix is crucial to your... To Especially your, with a dialogue-heavy show. You know? Right. I, I mean, mean to any like, show. And but. it's like, the, the show looks great because it's shot on film, but you know that you know that's going to go, but there's something, the ear is quicker than the eye, so... So when it, even if you think you know, it always gets, it it just gets better. It just, it, it, the quality almost doubles when you do a sound pass. So I'm just ready for it. By the way, the eye is quicker than the ear. Just, just so you know that. I don't think so. Totally backwards on that. No, Um, Yes. You know, when he said that, I was like, the guy's getting (laughs) scientific. Speed of light is faster than the speed of sound. But I guess also, Dylan, what he's saying is. the human, the human. Yeah, so am I, bro. As opposed to what? I'm saying when you're watching something on TV, a disturbance in the sound will bump you quicker than a disturbance in and the visuals. So if, if the screen went black, it would be uh, less disturbing than if uh, <laughs> if someone didn't have a word come out of their mouth. What you're talking? Are you I, I, anyway, I got a this question. Stoned- uh, the opening, uh, the, the title sequence when they we when don't have run one. the credits. We I know. What one. what are you thinking about for that? You know what? So everybody should know this. The first thing I want to say though is about this show being doubly as good. If we get our sound done, Connolly, what he's saying is he's going to be double the man. So yeah, he's going to be you're so corny. So bro. he'll doubly almost manly. be a full man. <laughs> <laughs> almost, very almost. Doug said to me yesterday, I was, I was like, um, I was like, ah, dude, I feel bad. I don't want to give the editor. No, I already feel like I already gave a bunch of notes. I was like, no, you can, you can give notes. You're, you're, you're me, just smaller. <laughs> I said, I guess, you're I guess that's, I guess that's a compliment. Yeah, you were not called small once in the show. <laughs> well, and the interesting thing is, you fought. I had, a, I wrote a line that you were five eight. I'm not talking about what it is, but Connolly was like, just fucking make I mean, it five on, seven, bro. or people like, yell. Like it almost is like a bad. Backhanded compliment. Yeah. It's just a blatant Is five seven line. true though? Yeah, yeah. Like full five seven. Yeah, five. Right now, you put me up against the wall. I'm five seven. With shoes on. With my shoes on. <laughs> put them up against the wall. Yeah, what are you talking about? <laughs> so okay. So, so your question I was, was thinking. Yeah. 
Some cool music yeah. as the, the title scene. Do you have any ideas what you were thinking? Because I was thinking some Kings Leon. There's, there's a couple Dylan's, tunes. Dylan loves Kings of Leon. Me well, too. No, some of the some of the older stuff. We yeah. almost went with it with Entourage. Yeah, yeah. It's almost a, I think yeah. maybe that could work here. Well, the question is, is I mean, first of all, just so people know how a title sequence usually works, you usually actually hire a company. It's a separate company. Yeah. That comes in. That nothing to do with the music necessarily. Because on Entourage, like I picked Funk 49 was my pick for the title sequence. It was yeah. in the script, and yeah. it ended up being the last song in season one. It didn't work for the title sequence. And then they brought to me, Mar I think his name was Maurice, who came up with that title sequence. He brought me that song, which I'd never heard in my life, and Man, it instantaneously he, just he, worked. You know, he knocked that one out of the park. Yeah, now, that yeah. was. And again, we it's talk a about long this, so night. It, so it's a separate. <laughs> it's a separate. You know, the title sequence is a complete separate company. And Kev, do you remember? So we back in those days, obviously, we were working probably 13, 14 hours a day, and then that was on Saturday. Yeah, that was. So that was Saturday into Sunday morning, and then we had to be at work again on Monday. Yeah. And we just drove around in a van, and we don't know what we're doing. Yeah, we're just in the we're driving around in the car. I'm just like sitting there in the yeah. car, like with my head back. We like, all had to shut the door at the exact same time. We right. must have done done that twenty times with the overhead. It's camera. so but great. The first time I saw the entourage opening yeah. title sequence, Amazing. I was like, "Holy fuck!" I, I don't even you know. I would. It's the only thing I remember is being in a car. Can I tell <laughs> you right a, now? You said one of my creative fears. I swear to God, that's one of my biggest fears that what? we don't have a great title sequence. I've watched a bunch I, of shows I, lately, and the ones that have bad titles, I hate well, them. I, I, I but Doug to. Pitch this? Don't you need something I don't, to no, show no, them? No, 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 definitely not. No, you don't I, need and it. Not only okay. that, I, dare I say that I don't <laughs> think you need a title sequence quite like the traditional. I, I don't think we need the like a title sequence as elaborate as Andrush, in my opinion. I mean, premium cable shows gotta have, have title sequences, and I, I don't know. We and gotta have it. Honestly, on I just remember every time the Entourage theme song plays, people you get pumped up. So you got to find the right thing now. So what I was gonna do is, and I actually made a little overture to him because we know Scott Venner, who I got banned from Instagram for threatening to uh, beat him in pickleball with my phone. <laughs> I did reach out to him because the music in this show, what I, to be honest with you, I want is I, I wanted something like original score from like Gary Clark Jr. I wanted like some blues stuff, but that's not necessarily the title sequence. So I did reach out to Venner yesterday, even though, you know, Venner, he's a musically, he's brilliant, but he's Mr. You, fucking you, negative. He's so got a lot of, he's got a lot of thoughts. Did you show him the cut? No, not yet, not yet. So, so and, and yeah. His. By the way, he hasn't he hasn't asked yet, which is like a, it's like a weird standoff. I think he can claim it's not, but I think it is. So right. he hasn't said what's going on with this show. What is it? He's waiting like on the call. He's waiting on the call. Well, you come begging for his vocal <laughs> talents, <laughs> and you kind of <laughs> and you kind of did. You you called him. And I reached out. What did you say? Down. Down. You broke down and said, "You said we, I want you." I said, "I need a I need a song." I and want, by the way, I want, Kevin, don't ever say I want you ever again. But by the way, he sent me instantaneously. Venner sent me a song. He doesn't know what the show is. He doesn't know what it's about. He, within three seconds, I was on a plane, sent me a song, and it was actually a, a very good song. But it wasn't necessarily... I think we uh, could dial up the music in the rough cut. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, yeah, it's, well... But it's better let, staying let hip to that. all the newest stuff. Or do we oh, want yeah. that? Because the new shit is terrible. It's, well, <laughs> I mean, the music today is kind of... Well, listen, you don't want to sound like a grandfather, even though this is a whatever. But Venner, <laughs> Venner is... He could say the music today, right? Venner. I agree. I agree. I know. Everyone says today, that. Man. Every every 20 years, everybody says that. They they hate the people's music. People, oh, you know, my parents hated rock and roll, and everybody hit it. Anyway, Venner knows what, what's good and what's not. This show is a retro show. There should be some old school vibes to it. But I do think... Uh, 
certainly in the opening scene, which I don't want to talk about, could be something new and fresh. A little upbeat. A little upbeat. And um, and I haven't touched the music yet. And while you're you're giving your musical thing, for really at the beginning of Entourage, I was responsible for a lot of the music. And even even Lucifer, when it was at the end of episode one, which Venner played for me in his car, I didn't even know Venner knew music. The second he played it, I said, I know where that's going. And then I added that wide shot of you guys outside the mansion after, I hope you know what you're doing, Pizza Boy. So anyway... Venner is great at it. But the other thing, too, worth mentioning to people listening, is that because this we're not clearing this for air, we could literally, for, for purposes of yes, showing we could people, use anything. we could literally use Rolling Stone songs. Now, that's yeah, kind of like we slope. do here. Yes. That's, that's a <laughs> We'd slippery, have to take them out later. <laughs> that's a slippery slope. Um, because if you become, that's the problem with putting in temp music, you become attached to it, and then if you can't clear yeah. it, then it yeah. like I'm loses. Not a, I'm not a big fan of that, because I think when you're putting, sometimes you're putting music in as a crutch, and so we're any any filmmaking thing it's that they'll always say that like let the music add to it but the minute you use music as a band-aid you got other problems in your company. what i can tell you very clearly is this show doesn't need a lot of music this story this comedy this drama you guys it, it holds itself very well together and a lot of the music is background what we 100 percent need is our great ending credit song which I told Ben already, of course I want it to be Ramble On. I don't want the theme song to this show to oh, be Ramble yeah. On, but I would love the last song of episode one to be Ramble On, which... Now, do you use it for the for the cut, the sales cut? Because you're never getting the song. Why do you say that? We got going to California. You got going to California, it? but yeah. that was... Just that was different, and Did I think this is a lot, a lot more expensive. Yeah, it was why like, was it different? What do you mean? Wasn't it because it was a one time? It was a one. I'm time. saying just for the. I think it's a bigger, I'm, bigger Zeppelin song. Ramble on is bigger than going to California. But did, what, what did we pay for? Like a almost bucks. a million bucks for <laughs> oh, that last. Yeah. And it took like big. six months to get. But uh, they had to send like, dude, Doug had to send two people over to two different people's houses and sit outside with the DVD of the finale where they had to watch it separately and then and then decide. I think now, though, they're more, again, it's more about money now. they tougher, right? No, but I think they've gotten now, it's just like a number. I don't think it was that easy to get Led Zeppelin no matter who you were or what you wanted. And, and Venner, I don't know how we pulled all of that off, but Venner was involved in it. He already he already put one of his negative comments, you know, oh, you're going you're gonna to start the end entourage on going to California and start this one on Ramble on whatever it's a great song and by the way the interesting thing is which i don't know if the young man in there you know ramble on or no you know led zeppelin i've heard it a few times yeah right so i mean i'm telling you the people under 35 don't even associate this they, they i've been getting all these calls from people i love the name i'm like yeah you know i just would love to get the song they're like what song and i mean we've right. we've yeah. gotten into a different generation so not all the young people know led zeppelin am i would I like to, to end the pilot am, up. am i allowed, no, am no. I allowed no but am i allowed to say that i don't even know if it's true I don't about, know about the um the, the clearance to get to get songs what from about zeppelin it? so i don't even know if this is true somebody told me this I, I heard it somewhere so this might be false and if it is you tell me and we'll cut it out but you pay them a fee up front to consider it and they keep that fee hmm. regardless if they should go with it that fee goes against the cost of the song i mean whether whether is that it's, true whether it's true or did not did you hear that or did i make that up i heard it from okay you. whether it's true or not we should leave it in here because it doesn't matter if right. it's I, I would it would be crazy to me if it is true but i have no idea i, right. I don't and know. I, I, by the way mm -hmm. somebody told me that and at the time it felt like so you would have to pay them a million dollars for them to go okay We'll listen to it. I know we did. Um, and crazy. if and if they decide that they don't, they keep the million. That is that's a scam. How the fuck's that possible? I know I we know. had a song in Entourage, and I'm forgetting what it was now. But uh, fuck, I don't want to say it might have been ludicrous, but I don't know. I 100 percent whatever the song was, 
They said, send over a Bentley, and then we will talk about it, whether we want to do this. It was season one, and I don't even remember what happened. That They That's legitimately... Is there an unspoken word? Like, if you get the Bentley, you get the song. I, you know what? I Could don't know. Could they keep the Bentley and, 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 not keep, and, and not keep the song? We didn't do it. We didn't have any money for a Bentley and or anything. And a Bentley so. costs what? A few hundred well, grand? Half a, half half a million? Depends which one, but, you know, the, the one... Uh, well, what fifty had a Rolls Royce, I think. I mean, there's uh, a Phantom, I, there's, right? There's, there's but that was probably a, a million dollar a, car right. that he brought on the show. He brought his own car. Yeah. You know that, right? Yeah. He he literally shipped his own car out for for the scene, Fifty Cent. But I think that I would love to get Ramble on to end episode one. I don't want it as the theme song. I want to find something that really works. But if he's listening, because I found out some good people are listening, but he's Gary not. Clark Jr. Gary Clark Jr. is not listening. If, if Gary Clark Jr. did an original blues score, little rock blues score, I think it would be very That's cool. impossible. You know what? I, I have to say, we've already we've talked about Dylan's 69 Mustang yeah. on here, right? So, yeah. by the way, it, it's a sweet ride, man. It, it, it's, right? It's, yeah. It's, is it's, that, it's, is it's that considered mint condition? Of course, right? That's considered... Uh... Uh, maybe a little under mint. Right, it feels mint to me. But it's I don't really, know. really clean. It's in really, yeah. really, really I mean, good shape. A couple small things I could do to make it mint. And Dylan is Dylan is <laughs> make it mint. I love what do we got to do to make you mint, Dylan? <laughs> How close are you? And to Dylan, mint? Dylan is in, in his car, and Charlie and I are sitting there, and he's like, "Is that Kev's, Kev's real car?" I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "Yeah, you know, I, I used to do that." He's I'm like, "How many?" He said, "I had a, I had a, I had a bunch." I said, "How many do you have?" He said, "350." Wait, who's Charlie? Charlie what? Sheen had 350 muscle cars. What? Yep. I mean, and I said. That's what Kev. That's exactly what I said. Oh my what? god! Oh my god! It's pretty much exactly what I said. And I had I, said, like, I had about eleven at one stage. He had three hundred fifty, and I said, "Well, what kind of cars?" And he literally was like, oh, "Just name it." I'm pretty sure it was in there. The stories coming out of Charlie. I mean, it's I, wild. I, I, I've said it before. If uh, it were anybody else besides Charlie or maybe Mike Tyson, I'd go, "This fucking guy's a liar." I'm trying <laughs> to explain this to people so they can understand. Jordan Belfort good friend of mine, and Barry Gesser, who we've talked about on this show, who passed away. They were two guys who would do shit with money that is so crazy that you go, I can't believe people do this. When Charlie tells this story, he's so calm and understated that it's hard to believe he was that fucking nuts, but he was. He tells them with humility, right? It was almost like he was, not that he was ashamed, but he was like, yeah, I had a a bunch. How many (laughs) do you have? 350. (laughs) Did you see the news came out that Charlie had a Honus Wagner card? Um, I forgot what it said. I think... I think he sold it for like 300 grand. Now it's worth like 3 million or something. Yeah. Uh, Jesus. No, no. Charlie wow. also bought the Bill Buckner ball. Yeah. Uh, Did he? Yeah. Yeah. He yeah. The Bill Buckner ball for like nothing and sold it for, which reminds me, how we about should the... talk to Charlie about, uh, about, wanna... about his sports memorabilia. What do you think about pretty... the guy who bought the Tom Brady last touchdown ball for 518,000 bucks again? <laughs> is that worthless now? Or uh, is there, it's gotta be worth something. <laughs> Kev, you might Kev, you might not. This is a good question that I'd like to know the answer to. Does it, is there's gotta be, if you buy that from a collector, if you paid however much money for it, what was it, 500000 Yeah, can you get your money back? Or that there's some kind of a clause that, like, hey, in the event that he should no come back. No shot. That would be like if it's worth $10 million, well, I want a piece of it later. The ball does have a little history of its own, though, because he did retire before he came so back. Now I don't it, know. It right. still has. What do you think about this? So now it's the fake retired the, ball. Yeah, exactly. It's what do you one think of a about ball this thing? Still. It's definitely one of a kind. What By the way, I said Tom Brady was coming back all along. I don't know if you guys remember that. I do. Yeah. But what, what, I knew I mean, he was coming Do you think he was really, like, what is this? I think he wanted the 
MVP, which he deserved. I don't. I, <laughs> I swear I, to God, and they figured, and he thought maybe if he was retiring, they'd be more likely to give it to him, which they should have. Oh, when you, you look think, at the. Oh wow! When you look at his stats, wow. I mean, his stats. We get some insane. press out of uh, Kevin Dillon's got a hot take <laughs> on that. That's a really good. So you're thought like, look, I'll say I'm retiring. I yeah, should get the maybe MVP I'll get the anyway, MVP, but this yeah. will knock it over the goal line. So you to would speak. think. Wow. Pardon the bad pun. But they decide like so early in the season that might who's good. You know, they they decided Brady and Cooper Cup should have split that MVP. I don't know what Aaron Rodgers should, thought, should get thought shit. My thought is <laughs> that certainly Tom Brady, but any athlete earns the right to go home, fix, rest your body up, look around, have a real talk with your family. And my guess is, again, Kev, I, I'm bro, you got you perked up my my conspiratorial uh, <laughs> ear pods. I feel like he went home, sat, relaxed, and you know, I think probably his family probably had a deep talk with his family, and they said, "Hey, if you got one left, you know, if you got one more round, you know, go go for it." I don't know. That would be my guess. It's but, so hard to. I, think, I like I this think new he theory. Was, uh, I think he was planning on playing the whole time. So, so these guys hate uh, training camp too. So I thought well, that's maybe what I thought too. He wasn't going to announce until after training camp. But he so would have screwed the team for free agency and all this. I, I don't know. Tom Brady, well, not Tom if they know about it. We talked about this on the Tom show. Conley and I got Tom in Brady's trouble. A guy that goes. To, he, he goes to got, camp. He's got but Conley, yeah. we got in trouble because we talked about paid uh, parental leave for the for the fathers. Remember? And a bunch of people like texted yeah. me that I don't know what I'm talking about. But the truth of the matter is, he's got three young kids. I don't care what anybody says. Nobody wants to be home with their three young kids all day and all night. They just don't. I like he probably went home a couple sure of tantrums at nannies. the house yeah. and he went I know he, he still gets to see those kids all the time I'm sure his kids said dad if you want to go you should go one more you what, should go one more when I went to the uh, Rams game in, in Whitworth suite Andrew Whitworth who suite, retired by the way his wife and his kid oh did he yeah today yeah he pulled the trigger today well, I'm glad Congrats I got to, to Andrew. I'm glad I got to hang out in his suite watching him play with his kids running around it was just great oh, Kevin they, they must I be big so kids cool. by the way Kevin, that? They're big, big kids, kids. Yeah. Yeah. Kevin and I played the par three at Sherwood. It's an 18 hole par three. It's a really good par three. It's amazing. And Dylan was like, should we go knock on Whitworth's door? Oh my God. Leave <laughs> we're gonna go Whitworth alone. We had enough of you that night. We're going to go Christmas caroling <laughs> over there. Christmas caroling. And you know, it's funny because yeah, I'll say it. Kelly Stafford. I told Kelly Stafford the story. She said, you know, the Whitworths would open the door and let you right in. Oh yeah. And you'd great. probably still be hanging out there. <laughs> <They're> so <great. laughs> they were awesome. So, but by the you, way, Kevin hit the ball really well on that par three. Thank you I'm not going to lie. Do you think Whitworth is really retired though? Do you think this is a, a ploy? I think he's, oh, I think he is. I mean, it's yeah. different when you're an offensive lineman, forty-year-old offensive lineman. Maybe he skips badass. camp. Maybe oh, I think he's Maybe. I think he's done. I think he's got big big goals, and I think he's got a lot of other stuff going on. But what, uh, Russell Wilson's on the Broncos. Connolly's boy. What do you think about that's that? A, that's not my boy, bro. I you thought it was your boy, Doug. Doug's I, got some weird beef I, with Russell Wilson. I don't have any beef. The movie didn't do well. I never heard from the guy again. Is that I mean, what it was? <laughs> I think no he, idea. Did he unfollow no you idea. after the weekend box office? Yeah, I, was, I think he it was pretty close been, to that. Maybe could you cut him out a little bit? There, I mean, I said I said cut him out. What are you talking? I sent the guy to Cabo for a free trip to discover Melbourne. Here he bought a house. I never. You did cut his part down a little bit. He didn't deliver. What are you going to do? He also overthrew Connolly. He but, also uh, broke my leg. Now, I'm not a big fan of, <laughs> listen, yeah, we all know this business. I'm not I'm not a fair weather guy. I'm, uh, I've am i been friends with people when they're up, when they're down, and we're all ways aside. So you feel like he unfollowed you on Instagram when your career took a slight dip? To be honest with you, I don't really give a shit either way. I'm still on his Instagram. as like listed as his best friend, you know, like at, at one point. Yeah, so yeah, he's, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. You don't know him, Dylan. He didn't 
didn't swipe yeah, you. He didn't swipe you from the Instagram. He just unfollowed you. Uh, well, uh, yeah, but okay. you know, I'm but, just, but the bottom asking, line is, you asking. know me. I fucking hold a grudge. I asked yes, him to no, be on this podcast. No, I asked him to be on this podcast, and he did not respond to me. He's dead to me. It's just that simple. There's nothing else to say. I don't care what anybody thinks about it. Like when go. he asked oh, me to be gone. on, when if he you, asked, if you were walking on, down let, the street, let me finish. When he asked me to be on his favorite fucking show, when he's never acted a day in his life, I put him on. I ask you to be on our podcast that, by the way, blows away his podcast. That's it's already sure. been canceled. You fucking call me back and in. you tell me you're wrong. He could That's in. all. And he could have zoomed in. You know, I have, I have, you know what? At 53, I got no problem with, I cut you off and you're dead to me. And it's just that's You simple, don't have a problem you know? with that. So, and we're going <laughs> to, and you know what we're going to do? We're going to be back on top again and they'll start calling again and asking to be on and I'll do what I did last time, which is take care of everybody and look out for everybody. And the ones that stick will stick and the ones that don't let's say you know, the ones that don't call me for say, golf when we're when they're in town. Let's, let's see what happens. Theoretically ramble on picks up a little steam yeah. and Russell Wilson out of the blue reaches out to you. Hey, what's up, Doug? Do you just what do you do you just ignore him or yeah, do you he, say I, honestly he, he, that's I'll, a never, I'll never respond it's a ridiculous to him again. question. No, no, I'm being very serious. I'll never respond to him again. Never, never, ever, ever. If I saw him on the street, I'm not going to, like, turn my back on him. But he'll Would never... you pretend like you didn't see him if you were at a restaurant and you could avoid him? I wouldn't head over to his table. You'd make him, right. Yeah, it was like when Ari made you come up to the office, or was it um, Terrence, maybe? But, you know, I, <laughs> again, I don't have any bitterness about it. I just, I have a very clear vision of what I'm trying to do and the people I'm trying to surround myself with now, and I'm done with the full of shit people. I really am. Done with the opportunistic people. I, I just, I, I don't have any time for it. Are you so. upset right now? Not really. You wound up. I'm upset that <laughs> you wound I'm up. upset that you think like it makes me angry I'm, or something. I'm not, I'm not angry I'm not, about I'm, it. Dude, I'm, I, I'm, I'm Joe Rogan. I I'm just, just asking questions. I know how loyal questions. I am to people, and I know how much I've delivered for people. And when they don't do the same, I find Wouldn't them, have killed him to jump on his Here's head. what I feel, no, Doug. I feel no. he might not even know that you're upset. If, he I must think not. if you were walking down the street and you ran into each other, he'd be like, hey, Doug, he'd probably give you a big hug. Not I, don't knowing want a big, I don't want a big hug. Give me a hug. Give me a hug. Wanted him on the podcast. By the way, I don't want him on the podcast anymore. And what I wanted to talk about this is: Do you think he'll win a Super Bowl? Because that's the only way I'd even allow him on this podcast. He'd have to win a Super <laughs> now Bowl. Now he literally has to win. Has to win and an MVP and an MVP to get yeah, on the podcast. I would say that's 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 a fair oh, trade off. Right? Killing me. Yeah. That's fun. listen. I I I think Dylan is wrong about that. Dylan, I think that he knows that Doug doesn't like him, and for uh, whatever whether or not he care whatever it is. But I think Doug has sent the okay. message pretty clear. I, so you guys I, have enough friends in common, right? We got enough friends in common. Have you sent word, official word? No, because there is no word. I, again, you're trying to rile me up. No, I'm not. I don't <laughs> give to, a shit. I'm rambling, like, I'm I, rambling I, on, bro. Honestly, I'm rambling don't on. care one Ramble bit. On. I think the most important thing you can do when you're 50 is cut every waste of space that you can in your life. If they don't, like, add value to your life, if they use you for things, you got to get rid of them. It's just that simple. Mm -hmm. Interesting. You yeah, don't right. think so? I know. No, I'm sorry. I, I, I didn't mean I to like get that. you wound up. I, I didn't like mean to get you wound up. I'm sorry if I got you wound up. <laughs> Stop <laughs> talking about this! <laughs> Fucking Russell, he never called me back. So you're so you have no in closing, no creative fears. Let's you're like let's just fucking go. I mean, look, I have creative fears always. I know I delivered on the first one. Do I know I can deliver on 95 more like we did on that? Of course not. Well, of course you're, not. If well, you're, otherwise, you're an arrogant schmuck to think that. I know that I love what we have. I know right. I'm ready to bust my ass and dig in and do the best I can. That's right. what I know. But, right. I like it. And by the way, I, I'm, I'm looking at you. I have a, The confidence is real. The confidence is real. So yeah. that's good. I mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I, listen. Doug Allen, bro. You're putting your, <laughs> you put yourself out there, and you're not afraid of what comes next. And I you know, applaud you for that. That's we all. got limited time on yeah. this earth, my friend. Even if 
if the lights come back on. This I'm going to make the most of it right now. This guy's acting like okay? he's fucking 102 <laughs> years old, bro. Doug, Doug, give yourself a little credit. You're still pretty good at pickleball. All right. <laughs> that wraps up another episode of the Kelly Stafford. I'm oh, sorry. What was that? What? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Look at I'm that kidding. laugh. What a I'm creepy kidding. laugh, I'm right? Kidding. Yeah, he's so a creepy dude. <laughs> he's a creepy dude. Are you going to give the uh, sign-off now, too? No, you, you do it. Dude. That wraps up another episode of Pictured Podcast. I'm Doug Allen. I'm Kevin Dillon. I'm Andrew Whitworth. <laughs> Victory. Twist, list, this, 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 this.